Hey guys, welcome to day two of Glitch Free Gaming's Game of the Year. I'm your host Kieran, joined again by Paul. No, you're And Mike. Send help, please. We're only on the second podcast. I know, send help at podcast <laughs> two. You're in for a yeah. hell of a time, son. We have a lot of categories in this podcast to get through, so we're going to try and start as soon as possible, but I'll quickly list off the ones we're going to try to do. We're going to do most atmosphere slash style. Yeah. It's really should probably be best atmosphere, but whatever. Yeah. Best soundtrack. Fuck up of the year, named by Mike in a fantastic <laughs> way. My original name for it was biggest mistake of the year, but better. No, 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 no. Uh, best mobile slash tablet game, best driving game. Oh shit, this came out. Sorry, oh shit, that came out this year, and best indie game. Um, yeah, so as always, we're trying to get one winner and two runners up for yep. every category. So let's just get right into the atmosphere style one. So this category is really just about. Games that have a big, a kind of like coherent feel, really, that make you feel like you're in the world. They really, yep. you know, yeah, yeah. pull everything together. Um, yeah, the nominees we have are Nier Automata, Persona 5, Yakuza 0, Zelda Breath of the Wild, Mario Odyssey, Hellblade, Senua's Sacrifice, Wolverblade, Hidden Agenda, Echo, Resident Evil 7, and Never Stop Sneaking. Which we take never stop sneaking off. Because it wasn't but, released in the UK yet. Oh, is it not? No, it, it comes out, I think, next week. Yeah, oh, well, have... let's do that then. But also, it just wouldn't make it anyway. It's, they do a really cool thing making a PlayStation 1 looking Metal Gear Solid game. And they nail a lot of that stuff. Uh, it's It looks like a PlayStation 1 game. Right. It looks like Metal Gear Solid 1. Right, it, they they nail it. They parody a lot of Metal Gear Solid stuff in a really cool way, but it doesn't need to be in this. Yeah, that's okay. Cool, that makes sense. Um, um, yeah. So I don't think anyone apart from me played uh, Wolverblade. No. no, I really want to because it looks yes. very, very, very good. I didn't want very to. Very much my kind of thing. I didn't want to because it doesn't look like I think I don't really like two D beat mobs that much. Yeah. Um. So it is. It, you know, when you look at uh, design notes and when they they're describing it, they. They do list games like Golden Axe as one of their favourite games. It looks very Golden Axe. Yes. It does. And And it's fantastic. Um, But when it comes to the kind of the atmosphere and the style and what it does to pull you into the whole world is it does something you think would take you out of it is they show you design notes Mm -hmm. from the game. So you unlock certain things and in between levels you can go into menus and you can see... Um, you've unlocked a picture and it's a picture of some ruins that they took on location mm-hmm. somewhere in England uh, or, you know, here in Scotland and they they give you a little bit of history about where the picture was taken and then they go into the history of that place yeah. and the clans and tribes that stayed there um, it's you wouldn't think that it actually helps yeah. with the game yeah, but it does it draws you further into that world because you read and you go, oh right okay I can see why they had some of the design choices and why uh, they chose a certain palette here and things like that um, I think one of the most uh, stylistic moments in that game as well is you go over a bridge and the, the sun is in the bridge uh, right, well just in front uh, behind the bridge and you come out and uh, the game switches to kind of like shadows so mm-hmm. you don't see your character anymore it's just these black shadows yeah. fighting and you've got the, the sunset right behind you it is as stylistic it's, it kind of reminds you sort of like 
uh, some of the, the choices that Tarantino made when he did uh, Kill Bill. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. That kind of style. Um, okay. This is cool. It does cool. Yeah. pretty cool. Just an awesome game. Um, it's not going to get too much here today, but uh, definitely worth a mention, though. Okay. okay. So it doesn't... You say it's not staying on the... No, I'm not... With everything else that's on here, uh, you know, I'm not that passionate about... Yeah. I think there are other things... Um, that we've all played. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. Um, Moving on. I thought I'd take Resident Evil 7 off this. Um, okay. It is very atmospheric. It's one of the things they nail so well. Yes, yeah. Um, but I think it's just one of the things that none of us have played much of it. Not played, and... So there was two things about Resident Evil. The first was the first person, which I'm not a big fan yeah. of. Yeah. Um, and the second is... It is got... I don't know if it's an over an overuse and over reliance of them, but jump scares. Yeah, it definitely has some, but I I wouldn't say it's over reliant on them for what I've played right. of it. I think um, I said it throughout the year, but I, I think genuinely, if you sat down and played through Resident Evil Seven, you'd be surprised by how much you like it right. because the first part of it is very jump scary, but then after a point, that game is literally just Resident Evil One in first person. Right. Like the first person doesn't really matter that much because it turns into one of those old school Resident Evil right games. okay um, but yeah I'm going to take off here just because again I'm not playing a massive amount of it cool. so it's not. Um, what else we got here I'm unwilling to fight for anything on this because I've only just played it <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to take, take Echo off this because I really like Echo and I think it's got a good moody kind of atmosphere where it's kind of a horror game like it's a stealth game but it's kind of that whole, the way it handles like the the clones learning from you and slowly building up and stuff like that. Yeah, it does have the the whole when it goes dark and yeah. it does feel a bit a bit alien like with yeah. the, the kind of. So I've only seen a little bit that you showed me, mm-hmm. but it did get a feeling like you know it was one of the alien films because yeah. it goes black and then you don't know what's going to face you when the lights come back on. Yeah. So it has yeah. got that kind of horror uh, element. Yeah, and also I don't know. I can't think of another game that has used literal pitch black, like a black screen as like a mechanic in a game. Like it literally just goes like complete black screen, complete silence yeah. multiple times in every level. But also it's very samey throughout the whole thing is the only thing I'd say. Like it loses, it's like that for the first couple of levels and then you're like, I'm used to it. I don't, right. it doesn't change up enough. Yeah. Okay. But I'll take off. Um, um i here. I don't know if Nier needs to be on here. Um, I really love Nier. Does uh, it? Um, from what I've heard you talk about, it creates a really nice world. It does. I just don't know if the atmosphere is... Well, see, from just kind of the style, uh, the the buildings that we saw and yeah. you know, the, um, the enemies that you're facing and stuff, it does create that bleak picture. Mm-hmm, definitely. But then it was juxtapositioned with you had... Uh, you know, there was the roll, some of the rolling hills in the background. You had uh, certain areas, and there was grassland, a little bit of water and stuff. Mm-hmm. Like, and it looked really nice. Yeah. And it, it juxtapositioned that quite. Yeah. Like, um. It definitely does. I just don't think, uh, in terms of the atmosphere and stuff, I don't know if it hand it sticks with these things that much. Yeah. Right. I think the things it does best are the story and the the gameplay, and the atmosphere is good. It's just it's not. So. And also, like, we also rolled style into this as well, which I think is where other games are gonna get their due as well like, well but. yeah because I'm I'm kind of looking at atmosphere at the moment and may as well 
let's talk about it is uh, Mario Odyssey, and I'm th- I'm struggling to see why it's in there. Are, yeah. we, are we thinking more style? Or? I think it's more style, but I also don't know if it makes it for that either. Yeah, like, yeah I mean, I, I'm struggling got, to see why it should be in there. It's got like a variety of different styles. Like every level feels very yes. disparate it's, from the other ones. It's a very nice looking game. It creates the different worlds very nicely. Does it deserve to be in there? I don't think so. Let's say Mario Odyssey. It seems like none of us are. Yep. Into it for that. Um, I think Hellblade needs to be on here. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. I've Paul, just played Paul, it. Paul played five minutes of this before. I've I, I just played ten, maybe ten minutes or so of it, and yeah. Even <laughs> yes. just the opening sequence, the the atmosphere created. Uh, it's, yeah, it's grim. It's <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, just having those voices around you, the way they use positional audio. Yeah. Is just like wearing headphones and it's just like you hear those voices all around you yeah. constantly beating you down uh-huh. and yeah that's what having a mental illness is like as it turns out so yeah so I just mentioned Hidden Agenda I think we've spoken quite a bit about it but the kind of atmosphere and style uh, well just the atmosphere it the game feels like you are it's kind of a mixture between you know, one of the the procedural crime dramas. Yeah, I was yeah. gonna say it looks like a kind of crime procedural. Yeah, one of those, and it's got a little bit with the, the, the kind of the serial killer bits of it, a little bit of um, David Lynch's set, uh, David Fincher, sorry, yeah. his Seven. It's got a tiny bit of that feel to it as well. Um, yeah, very, it's very atmospheric. Um, it does feel, yeah. you know, yeah. it, it nails whatever it's trying to do. Yeah. Um, yeah. I really want to play it. <laughs> I still need to play it. Yeah, you but, need to, but yeah, I, I'm happy to leave that on at the moment. Yeah. And if there is anything else, yeah, I think it's yeah. I mean, um, entirely a question. Could I play Hidden Agenda solo? Oh yeah, oh yeah. Okay. yeah. Fair enough. That's fine. That's Probably I wouldn't get the most out of it. But it seems like well, you could. the thing about it is there is there's multiple paths. Yeah. And so there's not only multiple endings, but there's multiple paths. Um, so you play as like a choose-your-own-story? Yes. That's fair. Um, but, but I think in terms of style, Persona 5 really needs to be on this. Yes. Because it, it does what all Persona games do, but it, it does it so well with the whole... I should have really showed a bit more of it to you guys before we did this, but everything... It does in terms of like menus mm-hmm. and stuff like that. Menus and music and the world is all it's all linked. so stylish and cool. Yeah, like, but the the color palette seems to run throughout the menus and the yeah, world. And yeah, it has a very like cohesive style. That just all yeah. the, all the Persona games have been like that with the color palette stuff. Like Persona Three is very blue. Yeah. Persona Four is very yellow, yellow. and orange. Yeah. Uh, this one's very red, yes. and it runs through the whole color palette and. Just the animations and all of the menus, like the something that's usually like something really boring in RPGs, like the um, the when you win a battle and it has like this score screen that gives you like the experience mm-hmm. points and items you've got and stuff like that. Most games, it's just like a, a menu with like a couple of meters that go up yeah. and stuff like that. This has that stuff, but it's just done so stylistically, and it has like these really detailed animated silhouettes of the characters like running behind yeah. and stuff like that and it is all moving constantly that's the thing they do with all the menus is everything moves constantly everything you do 
changes all of the menu. It's all very animated, very pretty, and it's just so cool. Um, I think that definitely needs to be on here. I think. Yeah, cool. Kind of, I'm, I'm okay with that. You're... But then everything else is also real strong. Um, <laughs> I think the weakest out of the the things that we have there at the moment, I would probably say, is Yakuza. Um, I don't know. Yakuza is like. 80s Japan, like, style stuff is just so good. It's, yeah, it's very Miami Vice Japan. It basically, like, it is that kind <laughs> yeah. of, like... But you, you punch people and money flies See if you... So you've got Persona, which, you know, the, the series yeah. bleeds style. Yeah. Always has. You know, Definitely. yeah. Um, it's iconic. Uh, you've, we've spoken about Hellblade... You know that that's yeah. just that's just so grim. I I think I felt I've seen quite a lot. It's weird. I've seen a lot of Persona Five. Hmm. I've not seen a lot. Yeah, yeah and, but I've fair. not seen a lot on near. But I feel I felt the atmosphere more in near than I did in hmm. Persona uh, Yakuza. Yeah, that's the thing. Like, I think Yakuza definitely deserves to be on here, but I also do think there's stronger. There's stronger things, stuff there. So I can see it going. I would also think, I don't know if Zelda really fits here. I really like the atmosphere of Zelda. Yes. I, I like the... Like, Zelda feels lonely. It feels yeah. lonely. It does. Which is good. Wait, I don't know. Yeah. When you look at the just the world, just the colour pattern, that first time yeah. that you get the your first panoramic view yeah. of the world yeah. and it comes out and you're standing on that tower, or, you know, there's somebody standing next to you, but there's... You know, in your your field of vision, your, your whole 180 degrees, there's nothing. Yeah, there's just ruins. I feel like it does that kind of post-apocalyptic thing. Well, he wakes up and there's nobody yeah. there. And ruins, vastness, emptiness. Yeah. They it took, does it really, really well. They took the, the kind of Zelda world that anyone that's played a lot of Zelda will already kind of know, but then emptied it. <laughs> it's like, this is what yes, happens yeah. after it's over. Yeah, because, you know, he's not waking up and there's not his friends asking him to go fishing and you know swing with fucking monkeys who no. still piss me off by the way yeah Twilight Princess is maybe <laughs> not the best example of a Zelda but, yeah um, Bart doesn't come and steal his sister <laughs> like in Wind Waker yeah it, it does you know there is no one there he's yeah. woken up and it's not just you know like he's in a wee, little room or you know, it's yeah. this huge, huge world. It's weird because, like, Breath of the Wild, like, is in a lot of ways quite cheery and stuff like that. But then the overall tone of like the story and things as you go through it is quite dark when you think about yeah. it. Like, like, Link wakes up and there's no one left because they lost. Like, yeah, yeah. Ganon won, and they, yeah. like, it's not exactly an apocalypse because it's self-contained that like you go off uh-huh. to the edges and all the villages there like the Zoras are still fine the Gorons are still fine like they have issues but they're all yeah. off to the edges like if you look at that map like the centre circle of things is just ruins yeah yeah I it's the it's one of the games that apart from Persona 5 where the style bleeds through more than yeah. anything else as well that animation style yeah mm-hmm. um They've changed the the colour of the tunics and things like that as yeah. well. So you've got blues rather than greens. Uh, it just that it's also got kind of I don't know if you two felt it. I don't know if you've got as far enough. But when you're fighting, the first time you come up against 
one or two guardians you run into them yeah. <laughs> it just feels chaotic yeah it feels like oh crap i need to escape i need to get away yeah which um, you do but it it somehow manages to impose a sense of urgency yeah so i'd say it does belong there more i mean i think all of these belong i think you've just talked <laughs> i think we've just talked ourselves into keeping that yeah I have to agree. I'd say Yakuza Zero doesn't belong there. Well, not that it doesn't belong there, but yeah. it doesn't belong. It doesn't sit with the rest of them. How would you guys feel about Hellblade, Zelda, Persona Five? Yeah, I'd I'm be good okay with that. Because I feel like that's kind of where this is going. Where yeah. Persona Five needs to be on there because style. Hellblade needs to be on there because the atmosphere is. Yeah. Looking, you, you know, it's crushing. <laughs> it's it's yeah. constantly like the first time that you were playing that game and one of the voices says that there's something behind you and you turn around and there's nothing and you're like fuck <laughs> like yeah like that's yeah I, the, uh, Paul didn't get as far as his, one of his first battles your first battle encounter and the, you've got a voice that's telling you there's a weakness go for it and it actually showed, tells you how to beat the the character yeah. and then you've got a voice saying you're useless you're going to die you're not quick enough you're not strong yeah. enough you're rubbish and it is it. It's just yeah. It just nails exactly what it's going for. So are we thinking that Hellblade wins this then? I think so. Yeah. Yeah, and no, I'd be okay with that. I think, yeah, I think it wins. From yeah. the ten. Persona Five style is the only thing that kind of gets there. But I think for us, this category, I think atmosphere will always trump. Yeah. Style. Like, yeah. No. Something that makes you shiver and think about yeah. it is always going to trump. Style I think so, yeah. choice. Sure. So, our most atmosphere slash style of 2017 goes to Hellblade, Sin of a Sacrifice, with runners-up Zelda Breath of the Wild and Persona 5. Uh, now we have Best Soundtrack. Hot this, contestant. Bunch this, of nominees. Yeah, this is always the one that takes a long time. Yeah, I don't know. I think we have a lot of similar opinions this time. I, I think so, yeah. Um, so, for the first time we're, we're recording this as well, we're actually not going to stop mid-argument. So we've always, if you listen to various, the, the game <laughs> of the year for various years, it's always someone's arguing, hang on a second. And yeah. someone said, we'll be right back. And we're gone for like in real time for like yeah. three hours while we play Listen, music. But yeah. we did that before we started. So. Yeah, we thought it through this time. Right, so let's see what we can do this time. Yeah. So the nominees are Mario Odyssey, Nier Automata, Hitsune Miku Project Diva Future Tone, Persona <laughs> 5, Sonic Mania, Pyre, Splatoon 2, Tekken 7, ARMS, Mario and Rabbids, and Puyo Puyo Tetris. Right, so let's take the joke one off here. All right, let's get rid of Mario. Uh, <laughs> no, no, let's yeah, get let's rid get... of Puyo Puyo Tetris. Well, oh, oh, oh. Also Tekken. <laughs> so Tekken... Can we get rid of Puyo Puyo Tetris? Because I... Yes, my, The not... argument I made before this podcast was that I like the music of Puyo Puyo Tetris, but it's all so repetitive, and I've played so much Puyo Puyo Tetris that I hate the music of Puyo Puyo yeah. Tetris. Yes, I yeah, the, the music is good, but it doesn't. It's not something you'd put on your your iPod. Yeah, I mean, it doesn't need to be to be fair, but I think just in general for a game that you I, play so much, it's yeah, the, the music's good. It's good. Play with the sound off. It's <laughs> I do. As it turns out. I yeah, I do as well. <laughs> <laughs> and it's not because the music's not good. It's because I played dozens of hours of that game before it came out here. Never yeah. mind. 
And as I said to Mike before, I didn't realise because all the menus were in Japanese that there's an option to change the music. For <laughs> you have to manually change the music when you go into a a, a game. Yes. It just defaults to the main theme, uh-huh. and you have to change the music. Yeah. And I didn't know that because it was in Japanese, so I just listened to that main song so much. Yeah, I was the same, and it was... Eventually, I would just turn the sound off. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, the music's good, but yeah, let's take it off. Take it off. Um, um, Hasuna Miku was kind of a joke as well. It's, it's all the Hasuna Miku songs. They're really good. You've heard them before. Yes. You like Hasuna Miku. Yeah, I do. Um, it's a good combination. That one's like got a bunch of the best songs from Project Diva and a bunch of the best songs from the Future Tone series, and it combines them both, and it's a really good rhythm game. It's Yep. <laughs> But yeah, it doesn't need to be on here. Um, right, now I've got to write the jokes. <laughs> now the bloodbath starts. Yes, absolutely. I'm just going to sit here and be objective and force you both <laughs> to kill things you love. Uh, well, I'm going to take off something I love instantly, which is I think Pyre doesn't need to be on here. Um, right. The Pyre's, Pyre's music's fantastic. Um, it's the same stuff that Supergiant always do. Like It's the Bastion and the Transistor thing of... Darren Korb doing acoustic stuff and uh, Ashley Barrett doing vocals and it's really good yeah it's it's also very similar to the previous ones and I think I just think Transistor was better right okay other thing. It's not... and I still think Bastion was their best game that's reasonable I think have you played Pyre no because you may actually quite like Pyre I think Pyre is probably their best playing game it's not my favourite of their games I think Transistor probably is but I can I can understand why anyone would like any three of their games better yeah. than yeah. others. Yeah. They're all great games. Um, okay. What else we got here? <sighs> right. So, well, let's let's talk. Uh, my favourite on the list is uh, Splatoon 2. Uh, no, don't shake your head at me. The, the music in Splatoon 2 is... It's really good. Yeah, it's it's hypnotic to a certain point as yeah. well so it's kind of a lot of it's sort of j-pop except it's sung with uh fillers the, and stuff yes yeah. with filters and it's, it's kind so, of punky as well yeah like they, they, yeah it's very similar to splatoon one soundtrack but splatoon one soundtrack was a little bit better so it's uh, <laughs> no i think there were there are some outstanding tracks there on, is yes yeah. um See, I- the only thing that I would say against it is that they did the not the last update, but the the last update the, where they added the new music. Hmm. The new music is not as good as what was what originally came yeah. out. Um, it's still good though. It's still good, but I still like the the stuff that they yeah. originally shipped with the game. Um, yeah. It's so you were t- we were talking about Puyo uh, Puyo Tetris and. You know, we've played that much of the game, and the music great. Yeah. The music in, or the, certain parts of the music that you hear all the time in Splatoon 2 doesn't great. No, it doesn't. Um, yeah, I, I, I like Splatoon 2's music. I think you should definitely stay here for now, at least. Um, okay, I'm, I'm, I mean, I can't really pass judgment <laughs> on Splatoon 2's music because I haven't liked either of the Splatoon games. Wow, you're a monster. <laughs> um, I don't like them. I I don't think they're good shooters. They're not my type of game at all. That's fair. Um, so something else that I think should stay as well is uh, is the near soundtrack. Yes, I definitely think the near soundtrack should stay. Um, That's one of the best parts I, of that it's, game. <laughs> it should 
typical, and I don't mean that in a derogatory way, it's your typical big sweeping orchestral yeah, it's Japanese like, RPG yeah. soundtrack. Yeah. It's like yeah. a, it kind of almost like borders between like giant orchestral JRPG soundtrack to almost being closer to being like a big bombastic movie soundtrack, like a really atmospheric. Like, most of yeah, most of your you know your your triple A yeah. RPGs, yeah. your Japanese RPGs. But then I think the, also, their soundtracks wouldn't be missing. They, yeah. they wouldn't be wrong in a film. But I think one of the things it does really well with the soundtracks, well, though, is that it it turns a lot of that stuff on its head. Where a lot of it sounds very kind of like big budget JRPG ish, yeah. but then you know like the vocals will come in. Mm-hmm. And the vocals will be gibberish. Yeah, yeah. And sometimes it'll be uh, there's some really like there's some music in that game that's just like really atmospheric to the place you're in. So like one of the songs I played for you guys before we came on here was the one from the Robot Village, which is just like an upbeat kind of cheery like sounds like kids singing along yeah. kind of thing, and that stuff's just really really good. Yeah, um, yeah. I definitely think that's still there. And I didn't actually play any of the 8-bit versions of songs for you, but almost every one of those songs has an 8-bit variant because in the second playthrough you can hack enemies or even allies pretty much anywhere in the game. Uh-huh. So the music will just seamlessly go from what is playing to an 8-bit version of what is playing, and it's so good. Um, I definitely think that's be on here. Okay. Cool, yeah. Um, I'm okay with that. Yeah. But then also we have a lot of stuff on here that... I don't know if Sonic Mania needs to be on here. I, I was going to say, it's nice. Yeah, I like his music it, a lot. It's a nice touch. So you've got your, your classic themes running, you know, yeah. like Green Hill Zone. And then, when like you said, when you get to the second zone, yeah, it flips. Yeah, it does. Like a, The way that I, I put it before is that basically there's two acts each, each level. And the first act is, here's what this looks and sounds like if it was on a Mega Drive. Yeah. And the second act is like, but we're not on a Mega Drive. Yeah. So the remix sounds a lot yeah. more modern. The you know there's a lot more mechanics that get added into the second act as well, and the music basically just reflects on the different approach to gameplay. Uh-huh. Yeah, no, yeah. But yeah, I don't think it holds its own against some of these because there's a lot of good music this year, as it turns out. Yeah. Um. Okay, Mario and Rabbids. We kind of put on semi as a joke, but the music is pretty good. I really, I didn't put on as a joke. I actually really like the soundtrack. Yeah, no, but I just, don't. I don't know if it hangs against this. But it doesn't what, hang, but. It's um. It's a very good soundtrack for what the game is. Yep. Yeah. It's um. It's better than the soundtrack you'd get in an XCOM game. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, it's I want to say Grant Kirkhope did it. Um, he was the guy that did the he did a lot of rare games music mainly. So Banjo Kazooie, right. the uh, Conquer's Bad for Day, that kind of thing. Uh-huh. Um, and it sounds like that, but right. it sounds like someone gave him like a bunch of Mario music and said make this sound like your stuff uh-huh. and so it's all, almost all not entirely there's a lot of like original stuff in there but a lot of it's remixes of classical Mario tunes uh-huh. but in the style that he is known for yes. yeah. so like I, I said before like if there was a if there was a Banjo-Kazooie game that came out and had a Mario level in it it would sound like this like, yeah yeah no I, I can't tend to the, agree with that uh, yeah no I get what you're saying yeah. and I agree with it but there is another game on this list that took the same idea and did it better. And that's the Mario Odyssey. It took the Mario yeah. music and made it... Did weird shit to it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, I agree with that. I, I think Mario Odyssey has... To, well, I don't know. There's too much stuff in here. Mario... 
I, I, I'm about to... It's okay, Karen. You can stay over there and deliberate <laughs> between yourself. I'm about to make Mike kill one of his babies. <laughs> um, Here's a knife, Mike. <laughs> yeah. Here's the knife. He's got a big arms. Yeah, arms yeah. are split in too. Um, look, arms... The, the music in arms is good. I really love that main theme. The, yes. Yeah, you know, it, when, yeah. when that... Um, what do they call it? The... Was it the, the world the demo, premiere or when they did the demo thing? Global test punch. Global test punch. Um, when they did the global test punch, uh, I downloaded it before it was turned on because you could do that. Yeah, oh, no, right. I did you as well. Know, you I could download well. it and it wouldn't actually activate till like seven p.m. on a Friday or something. All oh, like right, that. okay. Uh, yep. I'd left it running just so I could listen to the music. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's got it's one of those little um, sing along anthems. Yeah, it's like a it's like a it's good a, football not, the music song. in arms is really yeah. really good. As much as I don't particularly like the game, the music in it is very good. Yeah, the music is good. Yeah. Uh, again, it's one of those... Um, the Because of the gameplay of ARMS, it is similar to Splatoon, where it's um, short, sharp hits. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, more so than even Splatoon. Um, you know, the rounds are, are quicker. Um, so you're going to hear you know that, that same set of tunes over and over again. And you don't get tired of them. Yeah. Uh, I do like the music. Yeah, it's it's good. I think it, it's worth a mention. I agree. Um, but yeah, uh, we we could remove it, but it is. Um, I, it's one of the things that makes the game. I, agree. I was just simply asking you to axe one of those two. I think all of these are great. Is the thing. Yeah, no. All of them are very good. Like, yeah, none I of don't. Them... I think. Arms is not quite as good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We see this every year in at least one of the podcasts. Everything that's in these categories is there for a reason. Yeah. Sometimes it deserves to be Sometimes there. that reason is a joke. Sometimes the reason is a joke. Maybe but when, I put Tekken 7 on this list because I really dislike a lot of Tekken 7's music. But when we get down <laughs> to Tekken start six, delivering... five, four. <laughs> yeah, I'd never be a big When Tekken we get down to the deliberation part. part of it, everything that we're deliberating between deserves to be there and be mentioned. Um, Persona 5's music is so good. <laughs> it's, it's, I mean, it's Persona, you would expect. It's it. kind of rocky, jazzy, with like really good female vocals over it. I've listened to that soundtrack <laughs> going to work before. So good. Um, yeah, that's all I wanted to say about it. It's great. <laughs> oh, we cut something though. Did you just... No, we're not cutting Persona. <laughs> not yet, at least. See, it's, it's usually Kieran that cuts things and I'm ruthlessly yeah, hovering no, over to, things. No, I would take Persona 5's music over pretty much anything else on this list, to be honest. Okay, right. fair um, enough. Um, okay. Yeah, I, I'm not losing Splatoon and if it does happen, I'm just going to do the rest of the, the podcasts in uh, inkling language. <laughs> um, I would say, as much as I love it, the weakest thing for me here is actually probably Mario Odyssey. Yeah. The music's I, really good, if, for the most part. I, I liked the things that it did. Um, I think similar to Mario and Rabbids, where you would be playing the game and you've got this original music, then you would go into the the 8-bit, you know, one of the bits where you go into the wall and you become 8-bit, and then all of a sudden you would hear something familiar. It'd be one or two little mm. bars, and then it would build, it would get... And I thought it was nice little touches and yeah. things like that. Um, I think um, the thing Mario Odyssey does really well that is with Mario Odyssey and most of their games this year in general, actually, I think Nintendo 
finally kind of like just they pointed out that they know what fans like about their games yeah because like Mario Odyssey has you know all this great music stuff like that and then there's one level that you could do an optional thing that uh, fires you up into the sky yep past a bunch of clouds and there's like a um, an area where you're like navigating through big gusts of wind to go from area to area uh-huh. yeah and the music that plays over that is one of the best songs from Mario Galaxy <laughs> that everyone loves and it just is out of nowhere it's just there and you're like yeah. oh I love this um and it's great. It's like it's that thing where Nintendo are like, we know you guys love us song. That's why we chose this one from Mario <laughs> Galaxy because this is the one everyone keeps playing with. Yeah. They say Mario Galaxy has a good soundtrack. Um, but yeah, I don't know. For me, I think these other ones are just stronger than it. Yep. Yeah. Other maybe Splatoon too, but I think Mike will murder us. If yeah. No. Splatoon yeah. Yeah. Us. I mean, if Mike it was, I like Splatoon too's music. So I don't know. If it was up to me, I'd probably take Mario Odyssey over Splatoon too. But that's just because I don't like Splatoon as a game. That's fair. Nothing think, to do with its music. Yeah. I think Nier and Persona 5's music is just so good. Yep. So, uh, there's no chance I'm gonna get. No, it's not going to happen. You're so. lucky enough that it's in the top three. Paul has already highlighted Persona 5, and I'm just saying that I'm alright with that one. <laughs> yeah, no, i go with that. Yeah? Yay! Persona 5 is our best soundtrack of the year, followed by Nier Automata and Splatoon 2. Yes. So, on to of the year, the prestigious category. <laughs> the prestigious category. So, the idea for this one came up with Kieran wanted something to kind of highlight sort of weird things that had been happening and mistakes that was happened in games this year. And I think first you called it What Were We Thinking? I, I just called it Biggest Mistake, I think it was. It oh, was, was it? it was, oh. It was, yeah, it was something really minor, but I couldn't think of a better name for it. Right. And, yeah, Mike renamed it to <laughs> Fuck Up of the Year, which is way better. Yeah, no, that works. Considering much, some much of more the, us. Yes, yeah. Considering some of the things we've got in here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So... I think this category will probably be relatively quick, but yes, uh, yeah. So, our nominees for fuck up of the year are Battlefront 2's loot boxes, Marvel vs. Capcom Infinite, Mass Effect Andromeda, Shadow of War's charity DLC, Nintendo's online multiplayer app, Monster Hunter Double X not being localized on the Switch, Atlas blocking streams, screenshots, etc., and Persona 5, and Puzzle Fighters art style. Um. Yeah, these are all fucking the worst. Yeah, so why is uh, Marvel versus why is Marvel versus Capcom in there? Because I actually thought man, it was that game sucks. No, I, <laughs> I, I thought it was a really good game. It just wasn't. I can, good I can cut, I cut off that. I think the other ones here are much worse. Yeah, I personally thought it was a so really, ugly. Is one of the main things. Like they reused stuff from uh, from Marvel vs. Capcom three and then made it look bad. It looks so <laughs> so sterile. Uh, between that and Puzzle Fighter and Street Fighter Five, I wonder if Capcom has just fired all their artists. Like, <laughs> yeah, Puzzle, Puzzle Fighter's art style—that was another. Oh, yeah. I that was its whole own thing. One. I I have oh, that, man. and this games. I, the game's really good. That's the worst yes, part about it. Yeah. I really like it. This is so ugly. Yeah, it is. It's ugly. <laughs> so ugly. Why would you go with that art style? When they first announced it, they were like. We're making a new puzzle fighter. I was like, oh, fuck, yes, finally. And they're like, it's for mobile. I was like, that's not as good. Still okay. It's still okay, but it's not really what I wanted. And then they showed screenshots. I was like, oh, no. No. <laughs> it turns out it's really good, though. It's, it's a good game. But good man, game, but art style's terrible. Ugly. Yep. It doesn't necessarily hang with some of these bigger fuck-ups, but I'll take it off. 
Cool. But it's real good. <laughs> I mean, it's real bad, but it's real good that it's real bad. <laughs> um, um, you see that oh. model? Oh, my God. Um, I want to say Mass Effect Andromeda can come off, but can it, though? No, they, can they it? fucking killed Mass Effect they Andromeda. They destroyed Mass Effect. They fired, like, they shut down that studio. Like, they messed up Mass Effect so bad, like... They stopped making Mass Effect. Yeah, games. they messed yeah. up Mass Effect so bad they didn't continue with their new trilogy. In a year where they fucked up big licenses, they fucked up Mass Effect. Like, <laughs> yes, yeah. that game again. I say it again. Like I like Mass Effect Andromeda in a lot of ways, but it's so disappointing. But it's so disappointing in a way that has like destroyed. It's so un Mass Effect. Yeah. yeah. So while we're on the subject of taking things and fucking them up completely. Let's talk about Star Wars Battlefront 2 because let's oh, take game of the year. Oh. let's take a game that has a really decent story mode that's well thought out. Um, they they've worked together with um, you know the Star Wars guys and Disney and come up with a story and built it built it into the canon. Yeah, um, around the films, in between, and yeah. everything's well thought out. But then they took their multiplayer progression and put it into a canon. And fired and, at yes. players. <laughs> yeah. So that game plays well. Well, to a certain degree, it plays well. Um, and then they did the whole loot box thing, which yeah. was a fuck up. Which means they want you to put your wallet into a cannon and yeah. fire it at them. Well, no, they took out the. You can't buy the loot boxes anymore. Yeah, but then they <laughs> took it out. And in, but they didn't fix it. No. They just took out the bet that. Because they in, they fucked up the game when they put yeah. the loot boxes in. They've inherently broken it. Yeah. yeah. So they we could, some people would probably actually argue that Force of Seven should be in with this as well because Force of Seven did basically the same thing where a lot of its progression is tied to loot boxes that you get cars out of. But you, I don't think it's anywhere near. As no, no, no. I I've not seen that as a problem though. I know yeah, you can. I, get that's what I'm saying. I think that Force of Seven isn't as bad as. Yeah, but you can. Cars. Um, I just don't like loot, be- loot boxes as a concept anymore. Like, just yeah. give me the thing. See, with the mm. loot boxes in Forza, though, I haven't had a problem with buying them. I've got shitloads of credit. Yeah. I haven't played the game a lot, but I've got shitloads of credit to buy these boxes, yeah. so I'm I'm doing okay. Yeah, which I think is why it's not as it's not egregious like that is. Yeah. Um, Battlefront Two is, is like that progression system was made like you unlock stuff by going through the loot box system. If you're trying to unlock stuff by crafting it yes you get the crafting materials through the loot box system yeah and all of the credits and stuff you get to unlock loot boxes are doled out at such a snail's pace that you can't get many loot boxes unless you pay money yes which they took out the ability to pay money before it came out to be fair but the progression system is still built around that so the progression system now is just incredibly slow and you can't even pay to go through faster if you wanted to so it's a mess when they took out the money aspect of it the paying money aspect they should have adjusted it yeah they should have fixed it as well but they didn't yeah um, mm-hmm. I think that definitely goes in here um, oh yeah. yeah I mean to me I, I don't know if it's just because it's the one that's in the forefront of my mind that, and it's the reason I haven't picked up Battlefront 2 despite yeah, wanting to play it I, I refuse to the exact same well yeah people people have now got really indignant about it because it's like I refuse to buy this game. You're a bunch of money grabbing bastards, and that's that's the way I feel about it. I yeah, am not purchasing the game to show them what I'm doing via my wallet. They're not getting yeah, the money out. But of they, me. it's a way now. You can't do that. But they so, haven't. They also haven't fixed the progression yet. That's the thing. Like, yeah. I'm not buying it because I know that it was 
built with that system in mind, yeah. and it will come back. They've said it's coming back. It's not gone forever. Like they are going to put it back in, but if they don't fix the progression before then, then what's the point? What, what, yeah, what's the point? Like, yeah, it's, um, yeah. To put it in perspective, I've had the game sitting on my desk from rental for the last week. I still haven't put it in. Yeah. I couldn't care less. Fair. Yeah, they they have they they screwed the pooch. They fucked themselves over. I think that's definitely. Yeah. If it doesn't win this category, it's at least in the top three. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, um, one that could probably come off is the Monster Hunter not being localized on Switch. That just annoyed me. <laughs> <laughs> Monster Hunter Double, uh, Double Cross was a um, 3DS game that got right. ported to the Switch in Japan. Oh, okay. And so there's a Monster Hunter game on Switch on Japan. And I'm like, oh man, I want. Monster Hunter on my goddamn Switch. It just pisses Kieran off, so it's not really a fuck up, it's just annoying Kieran. It's a fuck up to me. They, which? It's there, they made it. Which in it's my... already localised in English, because it came out here on the 3DS. <laughs> like, there's no reason for them not to bring the Switch version over. <laughs> Can I just say, well done, Nintendo. Anything that annoys Kieran is worth doing. Well, that's more Capcom, but we've taken all the Capcom stuff off here now, yeah. so they survived this round. Um... <laughs> But yeah, it's a pain in the butt, especially because there's only one Monster Hunter game coming out anytime soon. It's Monster Hunter World, which is great. From I played the demo of that; it's really good. But it's only on PS4 and Xbox One. Yeah, you just want a Monster Hunter game on Switch. I do. I like portable Monster Hunter games. It's the Why don't you just played. get a Japanese Switch account? Uh, I have one actually. I mean, actually, I'm just buying that. But Monster <laughs> Hunter's got a lot of stuff that you need to know, like Ten- really yeah, hard it's to for. Yeah, it's very yeah. text based. There's a lot of people that know Japanese that don't know parts of what Monster Hunter's text is. Like it's, yeah. Um, so, uh, one of the ones that was quite funny was um, the charity DLC. That <laughs> was such a fuck, it's fuck up. <laughs> it just turns out. Yes, yeah. Um, yeah. Do you know the story of this one? Do you want me to... No, no. Do you... So, Shadow of War, uh, one of their... He was like one of the lead programmers or lead designers or something like yep. that. Um, tragically passed away during development. Yes. Yep. Um, they decide to memorialize him in the game uh, with uh, an orc that will randomly show up and help you out in fights. Yes. Um, that looks kind of like him, but he's a big orc and he's super strong. He'll mm-hmm. just murder things. He's like a hero orc that shows up. Yep. He's like the mysterious stranger in Fallout, but he yep. shows up as. Um, and you had to buy it through this DLC. Yes. And Bethesda, not Bethesda, Warner Brothers said that all the money would go to charity, but only if you bought it in certain countries. So if you bought the charity, if you bought the DLC outside of the US, even then, state by state have different laws about right. charity stuff, and you have to pay different taxes and charity. Like, yep. there, there's good reason for it, but in other countries, as a result, every month, if you paid money for it, then Warner Bros. were just making money off of this yes, thing, that, yeah. off of this guy's death, and it was a real bad look. Um, but there was, wasn't there as well that in in the states where the money was going to charity, there was they were still keeping a percentage of it. Um, they, uh, not, they, were, they were using a percentage of it to pay for, as far as they were like saying, they were using a percentage to pay for like the taxes and also for the. Uh, like console manufacturers take a, a cut right. of games on their platform yeah. and Steam takes a cut and that's it. Yeah. But yeah, as far as they were aware, like the main the main bulk of it was going to charity. Yeah. Which okay. is good. It's a, it's a good thing. Like there's always gonna be some overhead, but you know the bet where it was kind of fucked up was if you were in different countries they were still selling it. Right. Um, they were still selling it, making pure profit. Um 
I don't think this one quite makes it because they made good on it. They just donated a bunch of money to charity themselves. Yeah, and then they made they, they made it free. They made it free. Yeah, yeah. they made it free, which is good because um, I've had them show up. A bunch which of you times. could argue is not good because they would maybe have made more more money, money. selling yeah. the DLC. But yeah, and also it came out afterwards that um, someone from Warner Brothers basically said, "Look, we were just going to donate all the money to charity. We just couldn't say it because that's." kind of illegal because we're yes. dodging taxes that way but they, they, they basically said yo that's what we were going to do but you can't say that so on its face of it it was a bad look yeah. but I think it was like a well-intentioned thing that went a bit wrong yeah I don't it, think, was, yeah. it was a bad look that Warner Brothers kind of got slightly screwed because of laws yeah um, so I think we probably just but they made yeah. good on it so. it was worth mentioning because it was a bit of a fuck up yeah yeah but, you know, it was something that wasn't done intentionally. Unlike Nintendo's online. Oh, for which, oh Jesus. Hey, guys. What if you... Do you want voice chat on the Switch? Yes, please. Great. How, uh, t- tell me, how do we... How, right, how do we do you get it? that voice chat on the uh, Switch? Well, you see, if you uh, if you get your phone and you download the Nintendo voice chat app... Oh, right, and then I can just, like, Bluetooth it in. Oh, no, no, then you could you could buy uh, a, a splitter cable. That no, will, no, 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 I'll just Bluetooth. No, 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 you, you get a splitter cable that goes into okay. your headphones and then splits into two. One of those goes into your phone, the other goes into your Switch. Have we heard of Skype? You use Skype, but if you want to hear game audio at the same time, like any modern platform... <laughs> yeah, this is fucking... That's the bit, like, I understand man. this doesn't actually affect a lot of people because a lot of people do just use Skype or use Discord or something like that yeah. personally yeah. I like having party chat on the Xbox and on the PS4 and being able to I'm so used to having like I've had the Playstation 4 gold headset for so long that just has the buttons on the side to change the audio mix for like changes the volume between the, the game audio and right. the chat audio yeah. so you can talk to people and hear the game very much the same yeah. as the, the Plantronics rig that yeah, exactly. I use and um, there's no option for that in the Switch and also this app only supports Splatoon 2 <laughs> I haven't used it because it was. Oh, also when it launched, I've not checked it recently, but I played. I used it a little bit when it launched. <laughs> the audio quality is the worst. It's so bad. Well, that, that was the reason that it was. You know, you'd pointed it out, so I went and checked it out, and I thought you're having a fucking yeah. laugh. I, when this switch came out, we, you know, no one knew how well it was going to do. You, obviously, people had their beliefs and what they wanted it to be like. And then you've seen what they've done for this one, Splatoon 2, and you thought, you're just going to fucking sink your console. Yeah, especially because they're like, hey, we're going to charge for online. It's like, not for this, you're not. Like, <laughs> yeah. what the fuck? Um, they delayed their online plans, which makes me suspect that they realised how big a fuck up this was. Yeah. yeah. Hopefully they're planning on at least putting some of this function. Like, I don't even care about the voice chat part of it that much, but the... Uh, the like invite system and the party system and stuff like that surely is all through just, the app. Sure, it's just a software update on the Switch that would fix all that. You would hope so, but it, yeah. it takes a while to make that stuff. And they pro- and I bet somewhere down the line Nintendo were like, well, we're doing it through the app, everyone will be happy with that, so we won't bother even looking into doing it for the Switch. Yeah. And then this backfired, and they're like, oh, well, maybe. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it, especially when they're going to ask us to pay for online on the Switch exactly. at some point. They may as well have put a thing in that just said, hey, download Discord if you want to use voice chat. Like, it, it's that. It's yeah. the same thing. Yeah. Um, or download so I think Skype on your mobile. I would like that to be on here because it really... Oh, yeah. It, it oh, no, I'm, I'm happy with that being yeah. there. Um, so the, there's just one more thing that we haven't spoke about, and it's uh, one that that out you. Strikes, the strikes. Y- my yeah. heart really is, but <laughs> yes. I don't think it'll make it. Uh, which is Atlas blocking streams, screenshots and stuff in Persona 5. Yeah. Basically, they turned off the share button on the PS4 in Persona 5. Why? 
Japan. As a no, it's not even Japan. <laughs> like most Japanese developers don't do that. Yeah, they do it for cutscenes sometimes. Persona Five is like you know, the whole game. You just can't take. So there's the, is, has there ever been any explanation for it, or no. it just doesn't happen? Yeah, they also did. Uh, they were also claimed. They also threatened to do copyright takedowns for uh, Let's Players and stuff like that on YouTube. Oh wow, on YouTube and streamers on Twitch and things like that. Oh jeez, which is. Fucked up. It's a bad thing to do. It's, yeah. it's a bad thing for your game. Like it's basically free advertising. Yeah, like no one's gonna skip your hundred-hour RPG because they watch someone play it on YouTube. Even Nintendo have come round to the fact that hey, we need to let Let's Players play our stuff. Yeah, the idea. I mean, but Nintendo's way of doing it is also pretty fucked up. Because I mean, it's, <laughs> Nintendo's yeah, but... way of doing it is you guys can Let's Play wherever you want as long as we get the money from it. It's like no, Nintendo, we didn't. Um, but like the idea that no one at Atlas looked at their sales numbers and looked at the dates of this, those sale numbers and went, hey, Persona 4 got a massive spike in sales during Giant Bomb's endurance run because it did. is <laughs> insane. Yeah. There's, there was no one there to go, by the way, like we have the biggest example of a game being sold by Let's Plays. Yeah. We have, like, Giant Bomb's endurance run was like one of the biggest things at the time. Yeah. Persona 4 sold well, but like was elevated from Sell, being a well-selling JRPG to being like an internet phenomenon, yeah, largely based on like the the audience it gained from sites like Giant Bomb doing coverage of it, yeah, and then they were like, ah, but you can't do that, Persona Five, yep, which is like a fucking bummer. Yeah, no, I, <laughs> yeah, I, I will back that being a pretty major f up. I wanted to put up a, a video on Facebook of um, one of the characters' personas in that game is a motorbike. Yep. Which is bizarre. And it's... I wanted to put up a video of it and be like, look at this fucking character. Yeah. Persona is a motorbike. <laughs> I had to plug it into a capture card and record it that way because I can't do it otherwise. Yeah. Which is mental. It is. But... But these other ones literally killed franchises. So. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Um, so... Breathman 2 wins this, right? Has to. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Mass Effect's they... a bummer, but... They could, EA could lose Star Wars, and I hope yeah. they do. They are. Uh, well, I don't know. I guess they closed that visceral thing. So the other game I was looking forward to them making yeah. is also not coming. So yeah, yeah, I mean, fuck it, maybe. I I want to see someone else take a stab at it because hell, EA don't Who need the money. That? There's not. There's no. We are getting to the point where there's no big publishers yeah. of video games anymore or, well there's a handful but they only make but, like one or two big games a year now and they don't care about license stuff he yeah. is no. the only guy that cares about yeah. license see, stuff see if yeah. they if they don't lose it hopefully it's someone has got would, to make you know see sense and say look um, Star Wars is not FIFA yeah. we can't do the FIFA model yeah. yeah we can't do the ultimate team model with... yeah. They, yeah. if they were going to give it to someone else they should give it to, as crazy as this might sound, uh-huh. they should give it to Square Enix. Um, yeah, I could see that. Square Enix own Idos Montreal. Yes. Yep. So you could get a good Tomb Raider style game, but... Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, sorry, no, that's not Idos Montreal, that's Idos. Uh... It used to be Crystal Dynamics. Yeah, I think that is still Crystal Dynamics, Dynamics actually, I think yeah. you're right. Well, uh, Idos Montreal were the DSX developers. Yes. So you yep. could get a good Star Wars cyberpunk RPG, because they know how to do that. Yeah. You know, like, there's... You could get that But stuff. yeah, you've got Crystal Dynamics, you've got and then, uh, Montreal. They all do the, and then you the put Star Wars thing, and Kingdom yeah. Hearts, and then you're done. <laughs> Sorted. They, 
Hey, Star Wars is not in Kingdom Hearts 3. I'll be pissed because it's a Disney property. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know if it will be. Yeah. <laughs> but see, Mar- <laughs> it sounds like Marvel stuff is going to be. Yeah. See, the, the, the first person thing, that was EA shoehorned yeah. that in. Yeah. Let's put the first person mode in. That uh, was the- I mean, the old Battlefront games had first person modes as well. It was first person by default on PC. Um, uh, right. Battlefront 1, 2. Like, that, that was, you know, really it was the third person bit that was. Because again, they were using the battlefield engine, yeah. so it really is the third bit. Yes, yeah. but, but yeah, yeah it, it basically they thought if we put if we slap Star Wars on our most popular things, yeah, you know, Battlefront, uh, use the the pay to win model, stuff like that. Oh yeah, it's fine. But if they'd left, that's the thing though. If they had left the progression of Battlefront two to be the same as Battlefield once. It would be great. Yeah. That's the thing. If they had just slapped the IP onto their other franchises, hell, if they had made a Star Wars FIFA game, it would have went great. Yes. <laughs> you know? Yeah. It's the the loot box stuff they've done is more <laughs> egregious in this than it is in any of their <laughs> other properties. Yeah. Uh, Star Wars FIFA. That I'd play Star good. Wars FIFA. I'd play Star Wars. I'd, I'd play Star Wars Madden. Kicking around Death Star. Great. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Rebels versus Alliance football. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The Java first twelve. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Right. I think our uh, fuck up of the year goes to Battlefront 2's Yeah, no, it has to. It... With Runners Up, Mass Effect Andromeda, just in general. It's the only one that's just a game. It's yep. just Mass Effect Andromeda and Nintendo's <laughs> online multiplayer app because, man, fuck that thing. Yeah, uh, Mass thing. Effect Andromeda. The entire shit, thing was a fuck up. Fix your shit, EA. You almost got a hat trick there. Um, <laughs> best mobile slash tablet games, thanks. I've yeah. played a lot of mobile tablet games this year. I've played most of these games, actually. I added almost all these. Um, <laughs> so we have nominated. We have uh, Fire Emblem Heroes, Animal Crossing Pocket Camp, Layton Mystery Journey, Puzzle Fighter, Cat Quest, Type Shift, Reigns Her Majesty, and Motorsport Manager Mobile Two. Cool. Um, yeah, I don't know where to start with this category. These are all good games. So Cat Quest is a fantastic game. Mm-hmm. Really good. I spent I think ten. Between 10 and 15 hours, somewhere like that. Finished it. Um, just got the update, and uh, I'm going to start again. A, <laughs> go play what they call a moo game. A oh, moo game. Right, well, it's out, because that's fucking. Um, and, <laughs> yeah, oh, the game's full of bad puns. And there's also the new game plus, it's which allows you to. It's a Bubsy game. Like, what is this? <laughs> um, but I think we should take it away from. Well, I have no say in it. Because well, in this category anyway, because I played it on the Switch, not on a mobile oh. or a tablet. Sure, let's take it out of things. We don't. So I don't know. Yeah, we don't know how good it is on the yeah. mobile or tablet. I was really worried I'm, you were just going to say because it's on that other stuff. Because Light and Mystery Journey is also on the 3DS, but I did right. play it on the iPhone. Here's my question: Is you paid the money for Light and Mystery Journey? It was on sale, but oh, right, yes, okay. I did. <laughs> it was half price over Christmas. Oh man, no, I just. I couldn't justify the money they wanted for a mobile tablet game. I mean, like, it's, it's it's not, though. It is a 3DS game. That, game, still, that game's 30 quid on 3DS. I'm, I'm, I'm aware. 15 quid on phone. I'm aware, but there's a mental block in my I mind. I, yeah, I get that. Stopping me paying any more than 5 quid for anything on a tablet I, I I get that. And they did give a big discount for it, but I also am willing to pay a decent amount of money for a full-blown 3DS level latent game that's fair I would prefer if it was on the Switch but I would have preferred it from the Switch but I really wanted to play it but here's the thing though there's a lot of mobile ports moving to Switch so we'll probably get it on Switch Uh, probably yeah Um, 
the only thing I'd argue about maybe taking this off is I've not actually played that much of it. <laughs> I played like I played like ten quarters for it and then didn't play much of it. Fair enough. Uh, yeah. While well, I've played this a really good Professor Lighting game, uh, but you're playing as uh, Professor Lighting's daughter, which is really good. Yeah, um, that's okay. It's a good change of pace, but I'll take it off because. Um, I'm gonna let you take Motorsports Manager two off. I'm the only one that's played it. It is a substantial upgrade to Motorsports Manager one. They've learned a lot from producing a PC. Yeah. version of the first game um, I'm assuming that because this is called Motorsports Manager Mobile 2 there's going to be a second version on the PC yeah. uh, probably this year like a year, a year if after you're, if you're sure because there's definitely other stuff in this list that I think will come off well I'll leave it there for the moment uh, being the only one that's played it I would fight for it like I've, I've heard but, really good things about it I know yeah. that I will like that game if I play it um, um, it's just it's so good the first one was amazing they've done a lot of upgrades to it visually it's a lot nicer in fact, I will I'll boot it up later on and let you see it. Because there was uh, there's another game on here that I think should probably come off, but I need to double check my girlfriend can't hear us. Oh, okay. Animal Crossing Pocket Camp isn't a very good game. <laughs> Animal Crossing Pocket Camp is a really good game. I've played a lot of it. It's not good. There's I've, nothing, I've, nothing to do in it. I've played a hell of a so... lot. See, here, here's the thing. I'm okay with taking it off, but the fiancé would also slit my throat for saying Because <laughs> she's put like 50 odd hours I into put, it. I put a lot of time in it because I think it's cute and it's well, nice. But how how it's... about this thing? Um, make a decision. I'm allowed to take any game off this list. Right? Agreed? Yes. So I think I'm going to eliminate Animal Crossing Pocket Camp. Oh, that's great. Yeah. That, that's, that's, that's I mean, okay. I, I'm really sad about I it. I would have thought to nail for it <laughs> since we made the, the thing you're allowed to. It's, it's Animal fine. Crossing Pocket Camp does a lot of really cool things, and I do quite like it. Uh-huh. But I think it fundamentally is has the same issue that all Nintendo games have had at launch on mobile. There's no content. There's nothing to do in it. It's super repetitive. Uh, the other Nintendo game that's on here, Fire Emblem Heroes was the same thing and it's only on here because they fixed it right uh, over time they added a lot there's shitloads of things to do in right. that game now yeah. and they made a really good mobile Fire Emblem game uh-huh. so if you want to play some Fire Emblem you pull out your phone there's a really basic the only issue I have yeah. with it is too easy oh right it doesn't have See, the difficulty of a Fire Emblem game the fact that you said it's been fixed makes me want to go back because I was going to say get rid of Fire Emblem yeah because of the exact same experience you had there with uh, Animal Crossing, because I I played it when it when there wasn't much yeah. to do. Yeah, like I I blasted through the story of Fire Emblem Heroes in the first like couple of days of being out because it was super easy. Yeah, there's nothing to do, and then the stuff it was like, oh, you can do more stuff, like replay the story and level up more characters. It was like I don't want to do that. So they've added in more like challenge maps. They've added on more online stuff. There's there's just more and more content that they keep adding to that constantly. Yeah, yeah. Um, um, if people are hearing bumping over the table, it's because I'm passing around Motorsports Manager for people to see. Yeah. <laughs> I was well just double checking the file on Heroes actually did come out this year. It did it came out in February. <laughs> so was Mario Runner this year? Uh, yes, it was. No, no, no I, think it, I think it was last year. That was, was last year. Yeah, I think it came out on Android this year as well. I was thinking of that. Yeah. It came out right at the end of last year. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Um, so that doesn't need to be on here. I think Fire Emblem Heroes should be on here. Yep. Uh, but it depends because uh, I probably feel a bit more, you know, strongly about some of these. I haven't. But for now, at least. I haven't played much on uh, mobile and tablet this year, so. Yeah. Uh, I've played a lot. On I really tablet. like Puzzle Fighter, but my god, is it ugly! <laughs> I guys, have you seen how that game looks? Uh, yeah, I've. It's ugly. 
I've played a little bit of it. I think I played maybe an hour or two. And yes, it, by God, is it ugly. It's so ugly. Uh, compared to other games in here, I must stop checking. Okay, good. I was checking what other games came out this year. Um, but yeah, I um, think I would honestly say Puzzle Fire should probably go off of this. Like, I, okay. I do really enjoy it, but yeah, fine. There's there's two left that I feel really strongly about. Um, oh. One of them I know both of you will agree with. The other one's more Sports Manager. Um. Uh, is the other one Reigns Her Majesty? Yes, it is. Alright, let me tell you about Reigns Her Majesty. I finished that game and then it broke and so I had to reset my save data. Oh, wow. Fuck That's that game. not good. Yeah, there was a known bug. Their workaround for it was erase your save data and it's like, what? Oh, Why is this oh, a no, bug? fuck that. No. That's off the list. Fuck they, it. They did fix it though. That's oh, okay. They fixed it. Put it back <laughs> in the list. Put it back in the list. It's a very good game. It's actually, the only thing I'd say about it is it's a bit easier than the first Reigns. Because I finished it. <laughs> I didn't finish ah, the first yeah. one. Yeah. I've not picked it up yet. It was one of those I was going to pick up. It's but... good. It's very funny. I've not got past 23 years. Um, You don't need to. You can you can finish that game. Oh, I, uh, I know. But yeah, you know, um, it's, it's, but I find it a bit easier in general. Um, It has a bunch of new mechanics they add into it. Like, there's different star signs that you can be born under. That Yeah. Also, just... um Affects stuff slightly. I'm going to be, you know, the, the wanky asshole with the you know, expensive phone here, but um, on the newer iPhones, they changed the vibration on them, so it's more clicky than it is vibrating. Oh, okay. Uh, and that bit at the end, Paul, no, you won't, you've not played it. That end, when you finish a, a life in Reigns, yeah. and it goes around Spins. and it vibrates, it just clicks over and over, and it's so good. <laughs> it's such a dumb little thing, <laughs> but it's so good. Um, um, it's, it's actually so good. Uh, I yeah. convinced now, the fiancé doesn't pay money for games on oh. phones. And I convinced her to buy Reigns, Her Majesty, because she played it on my phone over Christmas. Sure cool. Um, I think it's just safe for now, I guess. Um, have you guys played Typeshift? No. No. Ah, Typeshift. Do you guys like word games? No. Because oh. I can't spell. Oh, that's <laughs> actually, you'll probably fucking hate Typeshift. Yeah, it's, it doesn't work for me. Typeshift is a game where you have rows of letters and you can slide them up and down with touch and you have to make words out of them and try and find all the words. Yeah, no, I don't do word games. It's really simple. It's really good. That's it, guys. Pick on the dyslexic. <laughs> right, I'll, I'll take Typeshift off because it's not dyslexic friendly. <laughs> I think that's fair. <laughs> no, I actually don't mind. I play a lot of word games, even though I'm terrible at them. It's a really simple little word game that is like, perfect for phones. It's... I... I, I... I play a lot of word games on mobile because there's a lot of word games on mobile. I, I, I'm terrible at them, but you know what? I still enjoy them. You play them. Yeah, I still enjoy them, so I would, I'd be happy to leave that on there. I think I've lost Mike to Typeshift now. Yeah, he's gone. How do you, how do you <laughs> find it, Mike? Uh, I just shifted things and I got a word. Yay! Um. <laughs> <laughs> yes, you you shifted and got a type. Yes. Uh, yeah, so that's literally all it is. It's just like, hey, that's that's, you know, yeah. You could do that's not a word, that's not a word. Heech is not a word. I don't know. This was probably a bad level to put this on, Jesus Christ. Yes, yeah. I don't know what any of these are. None of these are words I know. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> I change your language in this or something. Well, whatever. <laughs> it's it's a fun game. <laughs> it was a bad example of level. I think maybe it doesn't stick in here just because um uh, you guys haven't played it. But, yeah, okay. But I would argue it's a really good mobile game. Um That's fair enough. Um 
Okay, that leaves Motorsports Manager in there, which I'm happy enough about. Yeah, I feel like it should be on there, because I've seen enough of it that I'm like, I would probably really like that game if I played it. I just haven't. Sure. I've lost... Is that on mobile as well, or is it just yeah. on tablet? That's on mobile as well. Oh, cool. I mean... Um, it's like three quid. Um, I've lost 40 plus hours to that game, maybe uh-huh. more. <laughs> so I'm happy enough that it's happy yeah. enough that it's there. I don't need I don't need to win. Um, I've but. from what I've seen, it doesn't look um doesn't look much different from the uh, the first Motorsports Manager anyway. So, which was a good game. I liked. That. Yeah. Um, yeah. I haven't played it. I haven't played any of that. I haven't played. Uh, they made some Reigns, Her changes. Majesty, and the only one I played was Fire Emblem Heroes. And and you didn't like it. <laughs> I didn't like it at the time. Yes. So, um, I well, am staying out of this. There's a okay, different developer well, that put out Motorsport Manager 2. Me and Kieran could probably agree that Reigns Her Majesty wins. Uh, yeah, despite the f- issue I had with the, the end of the game breaking, I, I really I really like the way the story goes in that. Yeah. I don't think it's quite as funny as the first one, just because it's a sequel, it's never going to be... Uh, they do some good things. There's a lot of feminism jokes, which is quite funny. Yes. Um, there's a lot of... Uh, just like because the twist is you're playing as a queen instead of a king and so the right. lot of that game is hey you're the queen the king technically is in charge but you're the queen <laughs> you're there as well but also there are plot lines in that game where you can just murder your husband <laughs> yeah. like a ruler which is so good what, what I was playing last night one of the ones I got was you could uh, nick off with his head of the hunt into the the uh, main oh yeah you, you can fuck every character in that game yeah. also that's really good doesn't matter if they're male or female you can screw around with everyone <laughs> uh, yeah there's like a, a kind of um, Celtic warrior that comes and stays with you and it's like oh you can, you can fuck her if you want she comes up to you and she's like you know, it's pretty normal for you know, queens and where I come from to have, you know, to... To have <laughs> lovers. To have lovers. And you're like, yeah. All right, okay, and then the church disapproves of that. <laughs> oh, the church stuff's so good in that, actually, because it's, yeah, the whole, like, plot line of it is, like, the church is trying to take control, and then also there's witches and stuff. Yeah. Right. Like, your, Pagans your, your and... cook is a witch, and she gets accused of being a witch, and you're like, ah, I don't think she's a witch, let her off. And she's like... Oh thanks, and you're like you are a witch though. And she's like, how do you know? That's because her portrait has a witch's hat on. <laughs> <laughs> you're just like you could have made it more subtle, but uh, it's just such. Uh, yeah. Much like Reigns, the first one is such a good game. Yeah. All right, let's bold down. Uh, I don't think it's as good as the first one. It's not gonna make my game the year list like the first one did, but it's yeah, it's on mine. Yeah, that's fair. It's not in my top five, but it's on my list. No, that's fair. Uh, cool. Uh, so best mobile tablet game is Reigns, Her Majesty. With runners up Fire Emblem Heroes and More Source Manager Mobile 2. And here's the one where you two fight and I take a nap. Best driving game. Woo! Nominees Gran Turismo Sport, Dart 4, Forza 7, WRC 7, Wipeout Collection 7, Fast Racing RMX 7, seven. Mario Kart 8, 7 Deluxe, <laughs> Zelda Breath of the Wild 7. seven. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Zelda Breath of the Wild was a joke entry in here because you can get more bike than yes. the DLC. It's really good. <laughs> the more bike's really good. So, um, the the joke game aside, this is the first category this year where I've actually played every single one of these. <laughs> this is also the first category, the first time we've had a racing, a driving game category that's this fucking busy. Yes. It's a yeah. good year for racing games, as it turns out. Yeah. Um, unless you were uh, Namco. Mm. Wait, what did I'm going to do? Uh, Project Cars 2. Did that come out this year? Yes. Yes. Oh, and it didn't make a list. <laughs> Fuck. I like 
like the first project cars. But yeah, it's the same issue with the first project cars where it came out the same year as like a really good four. Yeah. So, a mm. uh, Mario Kart 8 Deluxe is one. It's a kart racer. Yeah. So, it, I don't like kart racers very much, but I like Mario Kart. 8. Yeah. But I wouldn't argue it to be on this list. Like I feel strongly about most of the games on here. <laughs> yeah. Um. And the fact that it's, you know, I'll cut it. Where it is? All fighters, but no, no, that's the only one I've played, and I don't even think it belongs in a racing game category. It is a racing game. Yeah. No, it's a uh, it's still racing. <laughs> um, 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 fast racing RMX, real good. That was a Switch launch game. And it was, it yeah. So nice. It plays so nice. It was exactly what the Switch needed at launch. Yes. Have you played it recently? Uh, yeah, I played it uh, yesterday. Actually, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, it's the reason it's on this list. Is I started playing it again. <laughs> right. Like, oh yeah, this game's great. And it was. Yeah, so I I bought it not that long ago. A couple, yeah. Uh, yeah. A couple of weeks ago. It is. It's, it's good. It improves on the uh, fast racing Neo on the Wii U. Yes. In every way. Yeah. Um, Lots of more, yeah, the, the amount of content that you're getting yeah. for the price, it's Definitely. yeah. And they uh, adjusted the, the difficulty from the Wii U game because the Wii U game was so difficult right off the bat. Like, yes, yeah, this possibly one, hard. This one's still hard, but it's yeah, you can it, at least it, get through the first load of races. Yes, it lets you win the first. You know, there's like four on the screen, and then it unlocks another four. Yeah. You can win the first four no problem. And the then, second four a bit harder, but I think the third four is where it's straight. Oh, just like, by the way, it's fucking hard. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. By the way, this yeah. is a difficult game. It's like, yeah, then there's a difficulty mode that you can go... <laughs> you know, there's a, like a super hard mode. It's like, really? Um, Damn good game. Yeah. I don't know if it sticks against some of these other ones. Okay, so I'm I'm, I'm sitting here, and, and the way it looks to me is this breaks down into three one of two options. So, <laughs> yeah, I can see where so, you're going Fast RM- Fast RMX... Or Wipeout Collection. Yeah. What do you guys want to keep? (laughs) It doesn't need to break down that way. It doesn't need to break down. I don't think it will end up going that way, where we will probably end up... (laughs) Well, I don't know, actually, because the other two... It might not break down that way. The other two you would compare there would be the Rally games. I'm not sure... Yeah, WRC and Dirt, and then I'd do Forza and Gran Turismo. Yeah. Um, Um, I think Wipeout definitely should belong in here more than Fast Racing. Um, that, that though, was the one I wanted to bring up. Even though we brought up before that it's a remake, yes, it doesn't yeah. do a lot of new stuff. But man, Wipeout's just a real fun. Oh yeah, <laughs> it, it was the one it I wanted to bring really up. It, it, it was one. Yeah, it is one of those that you put it back in, you go off. Yeah. Fast racing is Why also technically a remake. This? Yeah. We, we had two Wipeout games in a year where we didn't think we'd get a Wipeout game. Yeah, <laughs> yeah right. And they're both really yeah. good. That's, that's, the, that's the kind of point and jokey point I was trying to make there. Yeah. Um, I don't agree with where Paul was going overall. No, I, I don't. Do, I do think we need to do a comparison of do we have WRC or Dart 4 on here? Yeah, so. Or are they both good enough on their own that they would both be in a top three? I. So I reviewed uh, WRC for the, the website and that was, I think, the, the end of the, re- the review. I put something along the lines of that the, the driving game category in our game of the year podcast is going to be a nightmare yeah. Um, yeah, it because it, it is a wrc is it's the best 
WRC game they've done in a long time. Yeah. And I've played it, and I'll agree it with stand, you It <laughs> does stand up to Dirt 4. It, it's not inferior. It no, can, not it, at all. It stands alongside it. I don't like either, because I'm terrible at both, and I always have been terrible at rally-style games, but uh-huh. both of them look really nice, both of them play really well, yeah. and they do their job very well. Yeah. Um, I think i played more of WRC, but I've always got this little soft spot what, for... for for Dark, for Dark and and Codemasters, so I don't play WRC. I just know Dark Four. Really I, good, so. Yeah, I I would I would leave Dark Four on. I would take WRC off. Okay. I mean, it doesn't need to. It doesn't need to go. Things. Like you don't it's... need to break it down the way my head just automatically. No, but the way I see it is, I think Gran Turismo Sports will be on this list. Oh yeah, that's uh, the, there it, is. If it doesn't win this list, I've not so, played it yet, and I even want to. So Gran Turismo. I don't think you'll like it. It's really good. <laughs> oh, I I know I'll hate it, but I really want to play <laughs> Gran Turismo Sport is like a. It's like how Dart Rally was designed around like the, the most kind of hardcore of, rally racing fans. GT Sport is kind of the same thing for Gran Turismo. I, it's I like, hate sim racing, but yeah. I don't. I want to play it yeah. still. Um. The. The biggest complaint and uh, one of the drawbacks of Gran Turismo Sport that was bandied around was, in terms of a single-player experience, there wasn't much there. They patched one in. They fixed it. Yes. <laughs> they did a drive club. Yeah. Um, so I really liked the game, yeah. but that was my thing. It, it was that games are never finished now. Yeah. yeah. And man, can I just say, drive club's a good game. I was playing Drive Club the other day. Actually. I, I was playing Drive Club really motorbikes the other day. I, I never liked the motorbikes. Drive Club, <laughs> Dri- yeah, Drive Drive Club is awesome. Uh, Drive Club's second is kind of hard to go back to once you've been playing a racing game at 60 for a long time, though. Like uh, yeah. It's just your eyes adjust to it, and then you're like, oh, this is... still looks real nice, but man, it's a bit slower. Than <laughs> this. Um, yeah, so they, they did do the patch uh, just... Just before Christmas yeah. for uh, Grand Christmas Sport, uh, and they've brought, I got it. they've brought back the old. Uh, it's now called GT League, but it was the old Sunday Cups and Clubman yeah. Cups and stuff like yeah. that. They've kept the names and the designs of the little badges and yeah. things um, that remind you of Grand Turismo two and three. They've basically oh. made a classic Grand Turismo. Also, it's just really pretty. Oh, it is one of the best looking. Right. I want to play it because I'm super into cars and the Mercedes in it looked really nice. Yeah. TV sports really good. Mm-hmm. Uh, the only thing, only issue I have with it is it has some kind of loot boxy elements for unlocking cars, but you can also just buy cars so whatever who cares. Yeah. And there's no pay. You can't pay real currency to get those loot boxy things. So. And I'm, so to to chuck another one in the ring that no one's played, but just to mention it, did anyone play the new Need for Speed this year? Uh, no, but I heard. Very bad things about it. Yes. Apparently, it has the same progression issues as Battlefront 2. Oh, jeez, okay. Yeah. yeah. That's what I heard, at least. Um, but I've not played it. I, I just wanted to chuck its name. Those in. last couple have not been very good. They haven't been at all. Yeah. They I... took a year off and it didn't help. <laughs> no. It's not no. like Assassin's Creed Origins where they took a day off and it's like, oh, we made a great game. It's like, no, we took a year off and we fucked it. We fucked it. We screwed the We pooch. fucked it, guys. <laughs> yeah. Um, all right. We need to cut one more thing. Oh, man. Come on, I'm babies. not getting involved because I don't care enough. I only really feel strongly about Gran Turismo Sport. I would like Wipeout Collection to be on here, but it's also not a new game compared to the other ones. That's the one kind of thing I would argue. Yeah. Game. But on the other hand, man, Wipeout's real good. <laughs> Wipeout <laughs> is good. I still like Forza 7 as well. It is a good game. I could but... say it's be Gran Turismo Sport, Dark 4 and Forza 7. 
No, you know what? Let's have one of each. <laughs> so can't okay, force it. Yeah, let's let's be different. <laughs> so the way I was thinking about breaking it down, so yeah, yeah, end up doing it. I kind yeah. of suspected it would end up that way anyway. But. <laughs> yes, it was yeah. just the way I liked it, and I went, "Hang on." Um, and I think Gran Turismo Sport does have to take. Yeah, there. I think that's. Fair. I'm, I'm happy it, enough It's with a that. good, a good entry in the series. They brought it back from. Six didn't six. do super well. No. I, I liked six, but six was they launched it as a PS4 launched, and they launched it as a PS3 game, and no one played it. Yep, and I thought five was. Five took too long. They fit, they fucked around with it too much. There was yeah. too many different it was iterations a, it was of it. Yeah. Good. When they made the menus work, remember when Crunchy oh, Five launched and for the first like two years of it existing, every time you tried to go into one of the menus, it was like a five minute load. Yes. Yeah. Terrible. Yeah, that's why. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'd be interested to see if they like what they do after Gran Turismo Sport. Like, yep. do they do a Gran Turismo Seven, or do they stick with this specialized sections of Gran Turismo? Yeah, well, it will be interesting to see. I think we're gonna get a Gran Turismo rally. Uh, and the rally stuff, Gran Turismo, always be alright. Yeah, yeah the, um, <laughs> from Gran Turismo two. Yeah, I play a lot of it in Gran Turismo five actually. Can we get Gran Turismo Gymkhana, please? Gran Turismo <laughs> carts, although there's carts in sport. Uh, yeah, if you unlock them for doing the first load of the training. Yes. Yeah. But yeah, it'll be weird because Gran Turismo Sport is one hundred percent definitely not Gran Turismo seven. No, no. Like it's not got that scope. It's not got the billions of cars. It has a very select number yeah. of cars. It has the very well. The, DL- the DLC added a, a crap ton of new cars oh, really? as well. Yeah. Well, maybe Gran Turismo Sport gets updated into Gran Turismo Seven. I, I, <laughs> I want to play it because it has the Project One. Yeah, it has the, the Mercedes Project One in it. Yeah, but yeah, no, it is. That's really good. Right. Best driving game goes to Gran Turismo Sport with Runners Up, Dart 4 and the Wipeout Omega Collection. Cool. Cool. Uh, I disagree with like four things in the next category. Uh, I was going to skip this next category first and go to Best Indie first. Okay, let's because do Because it makes more sense, I think. Yeah. Um, so Best Indie, we have Hellblade, Senua's Sacrifice, SteamWorld Dig 2, Cuphead, Wolverblade, Kingdom New Lands and Echo. And I'm going to add in a quick game here, which is Reigns Her Majesty. Ah. Well, actually, who made Reigns Her Majesty? Devolver Digital. That's not indie. Well, I, the, well they yeah, kind it's, of it's are. Devolver, yeah. Devolver Digital and indie developer, yeah. indie publisher. It's, so, it's under indie games on Steam, therefore it's indie. <laughs> um, <laughs> That's all you need for classification from Keanu. Yeah. Much. I mean, no, because Steam is, Steam is a fucking... It's becoming a disaster. It's a fucking mess. disaster. They need to redo all that shit at some point. It really is. They're working on it, but um, uh, I was going to cut stuff there. I actually just looked at the list and I was like, nope. What? Yeah, no, don't. I mean, Let's don't. cut Echo because Echo's not actually that great game. Like, right. Okay. It's a really cool idea, really cool art style. The story's actually quite good, but like the actual core gameplay is super repetitive and the level design is super repetitive as well. Uh huh. Uh, I've got three and I've only played one of them. <laughs> but I've got my top three. I'm going to say it right now, but Cuphead needs to be on this goddamn list. Yeah, no, Cuphead needs... I've not played it and it needs to be there. It Cuphead is... needs to be there. Cuphead is on my... It's nearly on my top five. Like, it's... it's Cuphead, so good. Cuphead is really good. It's fucking frustrating as so hell. hard. <laughs> <laughs> I thought Cuphead was going to be uh, an arch, though. I, right. thought that, I thought that was it. I thought it was going to come out and be like, that's real pretty. Yeah. Done. 
but no, it's actually also just really good. It yeah. plays really well. Maybe yeah, like a it could, super meat boy hard game. Yeah, they can make it look like anything, and it would still play super well and be fun. Yes, yeah. But the fact they also made it look like that, which yeah. is... It took so long to come out, but there's vast yeah. reasons for it. Like, them. we have a best graphics category that we will get to eventually, but... Oh, my God, Cuphead. Yeah. So nice. I've not even played it, because I don't own the Xbox, but... I bought it on PC, but yeah, Did it is, yeah. yeah. I probably could buy it on PC, but it just wouldn't run, so... Uh, you'd probably be surprised. This uh, runs pretty yeah. well on um, more spec stuff. Yeah, it's a, a really good game. Uh, so we're keeping it? Yeah. Oh, yeah, keep, no, it's, it's there. Keep it for now, yeah. Did anyone else play SteamWorld Dig 2? No. No. Uh, SteamWorld Dig 2 is a really good... Uh, upgrade of the first game like a really good successor to it like they, uh-huh. they made it into more of a kind of metroid style game where you're getting different equipment to unlock different areas and you're exploring this big open area and it's just really good and also it has a story which i didn't expect really mm-hmm. um but i don't think it hangs against some of these other things because i feel a lot stronger about cool. most of those things in this list so, so- i think we could probably remove a wolver blade as well mm-hmm. Because I'm the only one that's played it again. Um, we've already spoken about it, mentioned it. It is a really, really, really good game. I had a blast playing it. Really liked it. Really enjoyed it. I may just go pick it up. It is just a heavy, you know, it is a heavily stylized Golden Axe. Golden Axe. I wish or I liked, Streets of Rage. I wish or, I liked those kind of games. And I love, love those kind of games. games. Yep, and fantastic with a, you know. Two players, couch multiplayer and stuff. Um, yeah, go and check it out. But uh, cool. yeah, there's probably other better ones on this list. Um, I would be okay with taking Reigns off of there because I feel stronger about the other three games on this list. I really just added Reigns because I really like Reigns. I, I really like Reigns or Majesty as well, but it won best mobile, so <laughs> it's, it's, it can happily yeah. sit there. I don't, I don't know if I agree with winning other categories and being a good reason for cutting things out. No, but no, also, no. I, no think, but... I think we're going to cut it anyway. So yes, <laughs> yes. Yeah, I mean. If you need a reason to cut it, it was going to get cut from what's yeah, there. You two talked, both love Kingdoms. Yeah, that's the thing. I was going to talk about Hellblade first, because we've talked about Hellblade a bunch already. Yes, we have, yeah. Like, I think it has some some deficiencies with the gameplay at times. Like I think it reuses that puzzle mechanic a bit too much. Yeah. The combat never really gets any deeper. It just no, it, 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 it adds more enemies, and you have to deal with that a lot more. It, yeah, the... the there is not the, the yeah. combat's not that deep, and it adds a couple of mechanics to the combat as you go. Like it adds the slow mo stuff and yes. the back stuff, but it's not the the thing about it. Though I always felt that it is more, and it, people sometimes use it, the expression "style over substance" as a bad mm. thing. In this case, I think it works. It yeah. yeah. I I, it, I would play through that entire game if it was a walking simulator and it didn't have any combat or puzzles in it. Yeah. Like the story, the, the atmosphere, it was great. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but Kingdom Newlands, though. <laughs> <laughs> so this is. How much King... Kingdom Newlands have you played, Meg? Because uh... <laughs> there, there was a while there that every time I turned on my Switch after. I convinced you to buy it. You just every time I was turning my switch, it was just Mike is playing Kingdom New. Yes. <laughs> yeah. I I think I'm. It's so addictive. I, I'm close to ten hours. I took my switch uh, with me to my girlfriend's over Christmas with the intention of playing uh, Xenoblade Chronicles Two that uh-huh. I just got a bunch, 
and I just played Kingdom New Lands the whole time. <laughs> um, the... Kingdom, yeah, Kingdom New Lands, for people that don't know, is kind of a city builder RTS. Yes. But it's 2D and you move, like 2D side scrolling, like a platformer kind of thing. Yeah. And you play as a, a king or a queen on a horse, and you go back and forth, and you build things by collecting money, and you put that money into things, and then people will come and do the building or yeah so money is your primary resource it's used to um give you the ability to create knights or to create a yeah. builders or farmers yeah you also need money to uh to uh recruit people to recruit yes yeah, yeah recruit people you, to come to your, your yeah, you'll your, just find your, your kingdom yeah you'll find people that are out like at little uh, camps out in the the woods. Basically, the the main structure of the game is there's multiple islands, and each of these islands has starts with a campfire in the middle, which you start at, uh, which you build your campfire, and that builds two little stalls basically either side, one for builders, one for archers, and then there's forests on the other side, all the way to one side, and it's randomised which side is which. All the way to one side will be a dock. All the way to the other side will be a cliff face with a portal in it that enemies will come out of every night and on later levels there'll be smaller portals in between those things but to start with that is the main structure and you get money you can build up walls to defend your little campfire and also you can put money into you know these camps to recruit more people and then you put as Mike was saying money into buying bows so that people will become archers and stuff yes, like that yeah. Uh, but also the main thing that is kind of one of the coolest mechanic and the kind of risk reward that makes it fun in the first place is you can cut down trees in the forest. Yes. And you push back the forest. Yeah. Which there's advantages and disadvantages. Advantages are sometimes you cut down a tree you'll get two coins. If you put a, a coin into a tree to get the tree cut down you get the coin back. You get the coin back sometimes you get a second coin. Yes. Um, but also archers will hunt for rabbits. But they only hunt for rabbits up until the nearest forest. Yes. And when there's grassy land. And the grassy land comes from the areas that you cut down the forest on. So you can cut down more forest to make more space for people to hunt more rabbits, which gets you more coins. But also if you cut down the forest around one of the campfires where you recruit people from, it goes away. Yes. So you can't recruit people from there anymore. Get rid of all of them, you can't recruit people and you're fucked, so don't do it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and this is the thing about the game, you don't know this. You don't know this. You you don't you know nothing. You, you you're basically taught how to recruit people and then put money into your resources and also upgrade things. Yeah. That's as much as you know. Um, and the, these the things I've explained are the most basic mechanics. There's like a billion other things you can do in it. Yeah. And it doesn't explain any of them. Yeah, you come across it at one point. You come across it looks like the remains of an old boat. No idea what it does. Um, it may be something that you have to do you don't know until you do it yeah and that one's also one of the more dickish ones because it's super important it takes a long time for you to realise it's super important yes <laughs> yeah um, yeah th there are things that uh, uh, the main object of the game is to do these things <laughs> but you don't know you, and you'll never know unless you spend yeah. an hour figuring out I spent the first kingdom that I built I spent an hour and a half on this kingdom uh, and all I was doing was I was upgrading things. I had everything, and then I'd run out of people, because of course I chopped all the forest down yeah. to get coins. 
So there's no there's no more people and the enemies get stronger as the days yeah. go on and so yes. you get to point and winter comes and I didn't realise that until I played a couple times winter doesn't end yeah I I, <laughs> I I only made that mistake once yeah same and I ended up with I had the best of everything I had um, lines and lines of bows but I had no people to take the bows yeah. I had all these outposts which the beasties had already killed all the people in them yeah. and eventually I had a string of of I think it was ten beasties chasing me from one side of the map to the other, running and taking one at a time, taking a coin off me until yeah. I ran out of coins. And when you run out of coins, then what they do is when they bump into you, they take your crown. And if they ever get their hands on the crown, so the crown will shoot up in the air. And if you grab it back or run into it before the beasties, that's fine. If they grab it, that's it. Mm-hmm. Game, Game yeah, yeah, the game's a bogey. Yeah. Um, but you, what you can do is you can start over on that island. Yeah. Um, there's the other thing about this game as well. So you, at one point, you open up this map and it looks. You can see these little things, and as it's not an arrow, it's flashing. The, the, this island is flashing, and it takes you a while to figure out that it's telling you that's where you are. Oh, I, there's other uh, lands. How do I get to those other lands? And then the penny actually drops. The, yeah. <laughs> you start connecting things. Yeah. Um, the there game is, is there just... There's an objective. Like, I didn't realise that first couple of times I played. I didn't realise the objective. I thought you just had to build up a big yeah. city and yeah. stick there. But there is, there's a goal. Yes. Um, and the game is really, 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 really good. Is, um, it, is it the best indie game? You've convinced me to buy it. Because uh, <laughs> it might be my favourite, personally. As much as I love Cuphead and Hellblade. Also, mm. the music's so good. The art style's really good. Everything about it's so calm and serene, and then you lose everything, and everyone yes. dies, and you're like, oh, this was misleading. I, <laughs> Just... I like how yeah, it'll be the middle of the day, and everything's calm and serene. You go for a wander, and you go into the forest. You go a little bit too far. And then the music just turns into this... It's almost like a growl. Yeah. And... There's no more light and you're carrying a torch because you're in the big bad forest. Yeah. And that's fine. Once you figure out, okay, nothing bad's happened yet. Yeah. Go a little bit further, a little bit further. The music doesn't change or anything. And then all of a sudden the beasties come and there's a, a, the music changes slightly. And they run faster than your <laughs> horse can and will ever run. And then it frightens the shit out of you. Yeah. Um, I'm... I'm actually happy to make it the best yeah. indie game. I, that's definitely right. You, you've both convinced me to buy it. The question is, do I buy it on Switch or tablet? Uh, I would probably say the Switch. I can see it probably working well with touchscreen controls, but I, yes. think I, I like using buttons for it. I think it, I, it works. I have, uh, I've enjoyed being able to play it on my way to and from work, yeah. and I've also enjoyed playing it, on the, it playing it on the TV as well. Yeah, definitely. It's sure. really pretty. And also, like I... It's kind of funny to see us winning this category now because I don't know if you guys remember when I first talked about this game on the podcast where I talked about how much yes. I loved it and how I couldn't re- recommend it because it was broken. Broken, yes. Yeah. Uh, and they fixed it. And if they hadn't fixed it, it wouldn't even be nominated. Well, that's it. If you hadn't said, because I quite fancied the, the idea yeah. of this game where you'd you know, the way when you originally spoken about it. it was, but you did, I always remember you saying, don't buy it, because it was, then yeah. you said you should. I think you said it was broken. No, no, it's no, fixed. Fix it, yeah. They, when that game came out, it was unplayable past the second uh, 
level because it was just it's still the frame is. rate was broken. <laughs> no, it's just for difficulty reasons. <laughs> yeah. <but yeah. laughs> All right. Kingdom New Lands is our best ending game of the year. Yeah, I'm good with, with that. Runners up: Hellblade, Set of a Sacrifice, and Cuphead. Cool. Pyre should probably have also been on this list, but I also wouldn't have made it. So, <laughs> but just a shout out to Pyre because I really like that. Game. Honorable mention. Honorable mention. So our final category is one that we don't usually actually pick up. Winterfell. We just kind of list through. So it's yep. oh shit that came out this year. Uh, this is our category for games we forgot actually came out this year until we started writing this list. Yeah, and also sometimes it's a case of that the games have been insignificant in some cases yeah. as well. There, there's a bunch on there that I would disagree with because I actually enjoyed. Well, I'll list through them and we can we can maybe remove some if we can. But, um, well. uh, Marvel vs. Capcom Infinite, uh, For Honor, Sniper Elite Four, Halo Wars Two, Lawbreakers. Agents of Mayhem, Pokemon Sun slash Moon Ultra, and Project Cars 2. Which we I added earlier yeah, when we that, said, that, oh that, shit, that's that, 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 Exactly, yes. I, I, I genuinely forget Project Cars 2 came out. <laughs> uh, I forgot Halo Wars 2 came out this year, then I went and bought it, and that game's actually pretty good. So, uh, <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, I don't, I, this isn't a slight on these games, because I've heard most of them are pretty good. Like, yeah, I, I disagree with Sniper Elite 4 because I thoroughly enjoyed it. and I, I, I just forgot it came out. That's literally all, the only reason it's on That's here. That's fair. It's, it's actually a really, really good game. I really like the Sniper Elite games. I Mike did, really likes Sniper Elite yes, games. I, I debated do, yeah. heavily on putting it in my top 10. I can't remember if it, it might have been. The only thing, this list is just big this year because so many other games came out. Yeah, like, it's been it's, such a year for games. It's been yeah. one of the best um, years for games ever. So were you going to say something about Pokemon now? Yeah, I was like, why is that on the list that only came out like literally four weeks ago five yeah, weeks I know, ago but yeah but still <laughs> I bought I bought that um, for my girlfriend I still forgot it came out I'll give you 200 quid right now if you can pull out your 3DS with a game on it well that's yeah. unfair because you were told earlier that I gave my 3DS away I rest my case um yeah I couldn't have cared less about it and I'm a massive what? Pokemon but fan but that's the thing it's I'm, I'm sorry you, you know this doing the ultra versions of games I didn't especially the Pokemon games I don't agree with it because you already make two fucking versions of the game massive Pokemon fan everyone knows this everyone that listens yeah. to this podcast knows what I'm like with Pokemon we don't usually have winners for this category but I think Project Cars 2 should win this <laughs> yeah, because, uh, because we forgot about it until entirely. we were yes. game and Mike yeah. was like oh Project Cars 2 by the way <laughs> like yeah no entirely what the fuck there's not, never normally yeah. a winner but Project but, Cars 2 gets it yeah. Um, but yeah that's our day 2 of Game of the Year 2017 cool. um I'll do a quick rundown. I didn't for the first one, but I'll do a quick rundown of these, what we've talked about here. So, most atmosphere style went to Hellblade, Center of Sacrifice, with runners-up Zelda, Breath of the Wild, and Persona 5. Best soundtrack went to Persona 5, with runners-up Nier Automata and Splatoon 2. Blah, 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 blah. Fuck up of the year went to Battlefront 2's loot boxes, followed by Mass Effect Andromeda and Nintendo's online multiplayer app. Blah, 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 blah. Which is the only game that works with. Uh, best mobile tablet game goes to Reigns Her Majesty with runners up Motorsport Manager Mobile 2 and Fire Emblem Heroes best driving game went to Gran Turismo Sport with runners up Dart 4 and Wipeout Collection uh, oh shit that came out this year doesn't usually have a winner but kind of goes to Project <laughs> Cars 2 and uh, best ending game goes to Kingdom New Lands with runners up Cuphead and Hellblade cool and we'll be back yeah. tomorrow see you guys next time Blah, 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 blah.